finished Midnight Suns. I I I really hope the closing shot of this game is just you and Blade at a fucking little pond fishing together as like the credits roll behind that shot. It's close. It's like all the heroes standing at a cliffside watching the sun go down, but your character is not there. The ending's very disappointing. Cool. Who do you fight in that game? Who's like the main bad guy of it? That's the problem is like, there's not a, a proper final boss. That's really the main issue. Kathan is supposed to be the big final boss, but like, he's just like behind some clouds and you like kill enemies to like get into position to cast a spell to like not let him through. So it's kind of (laughs) fucked up because it's like, we'll let him get through a little bit and like, we can do something and like have fun. Like what kind of fucking video game is this? They always Mm. do that. They let, they like let them through a little, but not this game. They're like, Oh, Nope. You saved, you stopped them before it could happen. Good job. You guys were strong enough. He didn't have a fucking chance. Yeah. He didn't even have a chance to get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) Your efforts have been, uh, they've been, uh, noted. Good effort. Shut that door immediately. Yeah. It was embarrassing for him. Fuck it. He wasn't even close to the door. What an asshole. You see his face like a little bit. <laughs> like when you get another thing into position, the camera like pans up to the sky and you see him like, oh, and then it goes back down to like you fighting enemies and getting into the next position. <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of funny, though, the way they pick the characters um, for that last fight is I, I think it's like your whoever you have the highest friendship levels with or something. I, I thought it was like the strongest ones at first, but it couldn't have been because ghost rider was one of my strongest ones and he wasn't there. So I guess it's like who your, your, your bestest friends are is who shows up. Yeah. You win with the power of friendship. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, fuck like strength and stamina and speed and like fucking might. Those are pussy attributes. I want friendship. That's true. Blade is that's, like both that's for how you me, win though, the day. at least. Yeah. Blade is both one of the strongest, I think the, the highest level one and my highest friendship one, because we always go out together. He's the only one who wants to join you in the fishing hole. Right, yeah. That's cool. How many people make up a team? Is it four? Um, Four, yeah. There's four in that one, but so it's usually a team of three. So Who's okay, your third so best friend? no, my my top four best friends are uh, Blade, Nico, Scarlet Witch, and Spider Man. I thought you said Ghost Rider. No, Ghost Rider wasn't there, but he was my like strongest one. But oh. we weren't that good of friends because he's kind of annoying. Is it the Robbie or is it uh, Johnny Ghost Rider? Oh, it's uh, Robbie Reyes. Johnny Blaze is in it, but he's not playable, and he doesn't turn into Ghost Rider at all. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what you want i know yeah he's like he's in it quite a bit he has he's like that's one of the weird. main story Wait, characters what and he never... <laughs> but not as ghost rider just as no. johnny blaze human just motorcycle yeah. rider yes cool Stuff, he has a man. handlebar mustache and shit yeah it's awesome whoa all right all right that's that's kind of cool that's a <laughs> new look for johnny blaze uh-huh. but now he's an yep. annoying cunt do you just have to help him cope with his midlife crisis that he's so clearly going through since he's rocking a fucking <laughs> Edo mustache he's got like the uh he has long hair too so no yeah oh yeah oh no he's doing all that <laughs> oh shit yeah, it's bizarre like he I just recently got point. separated from his wife and he's right. tried out this new look 
He's just riding through the desert on his motorcycle alone. Yeah, it's very lonely. But yeah, it's it's weird that he never does that. Very strange choices they made in this game. Also, you're 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 set up with like fighting your character's like evil mother the whole game. You don't actually fight her either, which is weird. Uh, So it's just like what the fuck? Um, but anyway, they so your character and your character's mother are like trapped in the book or whatever, the dark hold at the end. And then they're like, oh, the sacrifice. And like they they like watch the sunset. And then it just like cuts to like you waking up in your bed. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's before that. So go back and play more and make better friends with like the people from the game. It's, it's very like lackluster, the ending. Very disappointing. Bummer. Yeah. Though you do see Dr. Doom's hand at the end. So he did make an appearance in the end. So maybe the sequel. I can't wait yeah dr doom i can't believe i can't believe for game one they go with such a lackluster like fucking g-list fucking character god damn it that's horseshit then they're like well in case people actually buy this shit we're gonna tease like a good character that people actually like and want to see in video games here we go dr doom's hand what a teaser I didn't even realize it was Dr. Doom at first because it's just like a robot hand. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is that like a robot or is that like medieval armor? Like, fuck is this? And I had to like look it up and it's like, oh, it's Dr. Doom. Okay, that makes sense now. So it wasn't even a very good teaser. I didn't get it immediately. I mean, what other characters rock the uh, like armored gloves? Well, I don't know because your, your character is like awakened from a 300 year sleep. So he's kind of wearing like medieval armor. In the like when he first it like right at the beginning of the game, so I thought it was maybe something like that. It could have been a lot of things. Maybe it's just a, like a robot, you know, space robot. It's a Doom bot. You know, it could be. Yeah. Hopefully, you can get God of War. I did. I got it. I got it yesterday, so I played it a little oh, nice. bit already. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I haven't gotten very far into it though, but so far it's fun. But, like, the the thing that's kind of annoying is, like, uh, on more than one occasion, and I've only played for, like, an hour, I think, like, three times, like, another character has told Kratos to, like, use his words after he just, like, grunts at something. He's just like, hmm. And then they're like, Kratos, you can you can use your words. Like, why don't you talk with us and, like, stop being so emotionally distant? It's like, fuck you, you cunt. This is Kratos. That's- that's the best so I'm already annoyed. I'm kind of annoyed with that already. He uses like, yeah, axes cool. and strength and fucking badassery, not words. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, he just like words they, don't he, solve problems. It's like there, there's like a trail of blood that he's following, and then um, he just grunts at it, just like non-distinctly. <laughs> the little head you're carrying around is like, oh, use your words, Kratos. You know, you can be a little more descriptive than that. It's like fuck this head. What a cunt. Don't tell me to talk more. I just want to hear him grunt. Man, what a shit game that is. I know. I'm kind of, I'm annoyed with like how, cause like maybe if it happened once or twice or something, cause like you, you have a dream and you meet like the woman that Kratos banged to have a kid with. Um, so, and it's like she did that. Game? Yeah. Yeah. The one that you never, yeah. You see her in this game in a dream, like very early on. And uh, like, she says that to Kratos. It's like, okay, like I can let it slide there. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then it happens with like the head and then the then I think 
maybe Atreus did it as well. Like, oh, you got to like talk with me. Whoa, or something. wait, a, it's like everybody's wait, telling boy, you shit. Boy is fucking mouthing off to you to tell you. He's mouthing fucking... off constantly. Yeah, he's a teenager now, fuck? so he's like mouthing off like crazy. Yeah, this is so, unacceptable. Fuck this game. I'm boycotting I've, it. I'm already kind of like. Cause like, I know it's going to be a main thing cause it happened so many times in like the first hour. So it's going to be all about Kratos learning to like express his emotion with his words and poetry and stuff. And, um, I don't know. It's a, it feels like a weird step to take. It's like, I don't like, really want to, I don't really care about Kratos's like emotional sharing skill growth, you know? That what a shitty heroic journey that is his emotional growth journey. Like, it's fine for his wife, the, like, love of his fucking life. She could do it. She's allowed to do it. That's fine. But, like, some random fucking severed head and, like, his fucking cunt kid, boy, that's not acceptable. I agree. But Oh, and, and like, boy's wolf, like, dies right immediately, right in the beginning. So it's like, you also have to, like, watch this dog die, like, slowly. What? <laughs> it's like, no. Jesus Christ. Like, what the fuck is with this game? I guess I do have a lot to say about it. A lot, lot happened in the first it's hour of this game. Roller coaster. Yeah, there's a whole lot that happens. Okay, so that's that's where we're at there. Okay, anyway. Ready to get this train on the tracks? So have you seen the trailer for The Last of Us, the show? I, mean, I think I saw bits and pieces of the one from a while ago, yeah. I think it comes out this Sunday. So. Oh, really? Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Have to oh, watch that. That's neat. Yeah. It's fun. Watch the fat version of Ellie do stuff. It's the Game of Thrones version. Some girl from Game of Thrones. Oh, it's really? Favorite show. So that's good. Cool. Okay. That's then it's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready to get this night train on the tracks? Yeah. All aboard. Black Talks Comics, a.k.a. Night Talk. I am Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we're talking about Nightman. Uh, we're going to talk about Punchline. Um, what was that again? Gotham? Something for Gotham? Something about Gotham, yeah. Yeah, so Gotham something or another. Part. Yeah. And Cyberpunk 2077 Blackout. Speaking of uh, ancient gods that need to be slain by Kratos and or Nightman. Nightman, dust. I mean, he does Greek gods. These are Egyptian gods. I mean, he'll he'll make his way over eventually. He does Greek and Norse gods. So, like, once he runs out of Norse gods, he'll have to go somewhere. He should either go to the Christian god or the Egyptian god. Christian god would be funny, and the Egyptian gods would probably be way more interesting for like a game. Yeah, Christian gods don't have any like <laughs> big, strong monster characters for him to battle, do they? like demons and shit I oh guess. what's that what's the one dude with like the cool pretty long hair and like he, he cuts his hair and then he becomes like weak <laughs> and shit there's like some dude from the bible who is like no for like his magic hair that gives him strength jesus and he christ gets a haircut and becomes weak it's gotta be jesus christ <laughs> that's how they got him in the end they cut his hair Christian listeners, tweet us at giraffes <laughs> explain to donnie who this random guy i'm thinking of is do you want to see Kratos kill God eventually? I kind of want to see that. That'd be <laughs> awesome. 
He goes and like kills a Christian God. <laughs> That'd be really cool. And he could be fat, like the fat Thor. Like just make God like really shitty like that. I haven't met Thor yet in that game, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. It's your buddy beta. Yeah, I can't wait. Anyway, um, Nightman, Dust. Uh, this feature is like a mummy uh, Egyptian princess who takes over Raleigh's mind and mind controls him into like I mean, they kept building a weird her, device they're calling her queen niftala so i don't think she's a princess oh whatever it is uh queen that's it either way the episode wasn't it wasn't boring this is a pretty middling episode for me actually it wasn't like the fire one where i wasn't i was like interested in this but it wasn't like totally amazing like the last episode with um i don't even remember what happened last episode what was that one this, uh, oh that no, scent of a missile with the ago. alien scent of the woman yeah <laughs> yeah that's right so i mean this this was decent it was a it was a pretty it was an okay episode um i thought they were gonna do like a night at the museum thing at first because like johnny sees the museum and i thought all the things would like come to life and he would have to deal I with mean, that that is what happened kind of i guess like it is he, but only one thing came like came there's someone life. who breaks into a museum and uh he's stopping this gang of thieves and he laser eyes this mummy sarcophagus behind one of the criminals by accident, and it hits these like ruby, ruby crystals inside the sarcophagus's eyes that they were trying to steal, <laughs> yeah. and that activates the fucking Queen of Tolo's fucking resurrection spell somehow. I guess lasers, just any laser would have done it, I guess. But interesting way that that sarcophagus works. I love that all these random uh, the background characters in this episode, some uh-huh. of the best background extra characters they've ever had. There's this uh, group of young youths playing some basketball. Oh, yeah. They're playing bas- <laughs> so they're playing basketball at fucking nighttime, and there's maybe one tiny, super dim lit light on this entire basketball court that they're playing at. So you can't see a fucking thing, but somehow they're all still magically just playing basketball like you normally would during the daytime. No fucking problems. Yeah, street and, ball. Uh, Drinking 40s. It, <laughs> the star, the star player from the team that won, he's gonna go and holler at his young lady friend. So he goes down to the payphone around the corner or something and he's like, yeah, I'll be right back. And he's telling his buddy with the 40 and he's like, hey, you want some of my 40? He's like, nah, man, I'm in game shape, you dumb cunt. Fuck off with that juice. So he I goes around the corner. Accept. I know. That's like Gatorade. Yeah. He goes around the corner and like the mummy is there and she's alive now, night in the museum style and she fucking somehow just vaporizes the kid. Yeah, I was confused why she just like vaporized the kid like that, and then she just mind controls Raleigh. It seemed like, like she needed minions anyway. I don't know why she didn't just keep that kid. He yeah, seemed like at the end of the episode. Strong. At the yeah. end of the episode, all the fucking cops and Briani and Nance and like everyone else who she is like mind controlled are all there as like mindless fucking zombie fucking whatever just doing her every whim but yet that kid is vaporized and never reappears ever (laughs) which is pretty awesome i mean yeah i'm not surprised he didn't reappear he was like he was totally vaporized though i don't think he would have reappeared that'd be weird magic if she like put him back together 
but yeah, those those street ballers though. Uh, so they're playing their street ball game, and Raleigh decides like, oh, I got to go talk to them. They were near the museum balling out there, so I, I'm going to use my street cred to do that. And they totally disrespect Raleigh it's, for being so, there. So so even worse. So there's a random token white kid in this gang of uh, the street ballers. And uh, wait, I, I wrote down all of this interaction. Okay. So new, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so new Raleigh goes down there and he's like, oh, I'm just going to relate to the youth. Hey, kids, what's up, fellas? And uh, the white kid starts calling him a Gucci butt. Yeah. <laughs> and so like the white kid and the 40 kid are like the only two kids that I actually give lines to. And they're yeah. just disrespecting Raleigh, calling him all these like shitty names, and they keep calling him a Gucci butt. And New Raleigh gets his feelings hurt, and he's like, "All right, guys, if you're not gonna help me find your friend. Fuck off. I'm just gonna go soak around the corner here." <laughs> so New Raleigh like leaves, and uh, he turns the corner to the back alleyway where the other kid got vaporized, and he's like, "Call me a Gucci butt. I'll show you." And then that's when the mummy like pops up, and she mind controls him, but. He's visibly shaken by these young kids calling him names and not liking him and respecting him. It's fucking amazing. Oh, and at the end of the episode, when he like wakes up from his uh, mind control thing, he's like telling Johnny, last thing I remember is I talked to those kids. They called me Gucci butt. And he's like still upset about it. Like when he wakes up, when he comes to, he's like really affected by that. They also told him that he was shaman in the wrong hood, which is pretty cool way to say that. Later on, Johnny shows up and he talks to the kids. Yeah. And the, uh, they're doing like a freestyle uh, rap in a circle around one another. And the white dude rapper, the, the kid who called him Gucci Butt earlier, and the 40 guy, they start talking to Johnny Domino. And the white kid gets all pissed off at, uh, 40, 40 guy for telling Johnny Domino, like, where they saw New Raleigh and where they saw their friend after. Johnny's like, look, guys, I'm on your team. Just try to find your friend for you. All right. I'm cool. I'm Johnny fucking Domino. And the white guy is like trying to call out the 40 guy for talking to a square Johnny Domino. He's like, look, man, I have to explain racism. The 40 guy is like trying to explain racism to the other guy. He's like, just back off, man. Sometimes it doesn't matter if he's white or black. It's cool. He's trying to find a friend. That's a good thing, you cunt. Right. I like this one opens up with Johnny Domino in the loft wearing a cool backwards baseball cap. That's a new look. You look badass. Baseball caps are cool. Yeah, I thought that was funny that he was wearing that backwards cap. I guess he's just trying to like, he's trying to like appeal to the youth. Maybe that's why they accepted him so quickly. Yeah. They, they I didn't wish, recognize oh, his shaman. No, <laughs> I wish when they, uh, when he decided he had to go talk to the youths of the hood i wish he was rocking the backwards baseball cap then yeah right he should have like put it on like just right before talking to him <laughs> maybe turn the chair backwards or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh classic the uh the mummy vaporizes that kid right and variety and her partner do you, do you remember his name again nance her and Nance are looking at this uh, pile of ash that used to be this kid and um they're talking about like uh, briani's trying to blame nightman again she's always pointing the finger at nightman and the nance says to her well this is nightman nightman doesn't kill people and it's like you're thinking of batman like batman's the one who doesn't kill people here <laughs> nightman kills plenty of nightman people murders people for the most petty <laughs> fucking shit ever <laughs> yeah like he's they they don't know the half of what johnny gets into then <laughs> 
I just like that line. It's like, no, we've been keeping a body count here. I forget what it's at now, so I guess we haven't been doing a good job. But yeah, he definitely kills people. Also, when Johnny's wearing that uh, backwards hat in his apartment talking to Raleigh, he's like all upset that like the police keep like thinking he's doing bad things. And Raleigh like references Dayman as well. So like, obviously, it's always Sunny got this from... That's that's where they got this idea, the Dayman and Nightman thing. Oh, obviously. Like you can't just wear orange and call yourself Dayman. <laughs> I thought Raleigh was also going to bang the mummy, but he didn't, unfortunately. Uh, there there was it's, some singer that was like looking for him, though. It's the same singer. So oh, it's yeah, the same yeah, one. The okay. continuity has finally happened in this show. Yeah. <laughs> so she pokes her head in while uh, she's all concerned because no. After getting mind controlled by the mummy, New Raleigh has like a 72 hour window where he can live under her possession and then he just dies, I guess is what she kept explaining to him. And he's like, yeah, I'm totally on board with that. Whatever you need, queen, I'm here for you. <laughs> but uh, since he's missing, the uh, singer pokes her head in and she's like, hey, Johnny, have you seen New Raleigh? We're supposed to go out tonight. And uh, Johnny goes, oh, really? I'm so happy you guys worked things out and are back together. But no, he's missing. So she forgave him for practice kissing with uh, the Z. Uh-huh. Right. That's good. But I, I want to see um I want to see Raleigh bang more whores. I think it's I I like that version of Raleigh that's trying to bang everybody. I mean, you know he's capable of like banging other women despite he him dating the singer. I mean, he already just immediately started practice I guess he it was just her. Pra- that was just a practice kiss though, I guess. But anyway. I, I mean he fucked the auditor. Uh, yeah, assassin. the auditor, right. He did. And everybody else. Oh, and uh, you know you know we talked about the uh, Nightman's obvious weakness of, like, the top of his head and people should aim for that? That mummy actually did that. She, like, telepathed a hammer right to, like, the top of his uncovered head and, like, knocked him out so she could escape. So she, she's a pretty good villain. She can, she can feel out these weaknesses. She's not just, like, throwing hammers at his chest where his, all his bulletproof and um so, laser proof shit is i have another note here right before that happens during that little first interaction that they have during that battle um so the mummy goes ahead and she telekinetically like attacks johnny with a stool that busts over the back of his shoulders and shit and then she stabs him in the chest with a screwdriver or in the shoulder or wherever and like he no sells both of those. No, no reaction yeah. to either of them. And then though, she blows a little like gust of wind that like sweeps up a couple of newspapers. And like somehow Johnny Domino is acting as if he's like in a fucking twister and he's like completely overreacting to that. And then that's when from behind she hits him with the uh, fucking hammer, screwdriver, whatever it was. Wrench? Tool? Uh, hammer. It was a hammer. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's a. It was a good hammer like throw. He was reacting pretty strangely to it's like, well, you're kind of reacted less to bullets than like these various objects that are being thrown at you. I mean, it's, but I'm I'm it's glad a they acknowledged of his paper weakness. In a gust of wind, like, come right. on. That's not gonna do shit. Yeah. But I am glad they acknowledged his top of the head weakness. The other thing is like, so the uh Queen is having Raleigh build like this device that will use her jewels to like make a portal to hell to like bring all these demons in which was 
it sounds like a good plan, but Johnny's just able to beat the shit out of these demons pretty easily. They're pretty clumsy, those demons. But oh. I, I'm just wondering, how the fuck does Raleigh know how to like do this ancient Egyptian like magic portal shit? It's very weird. So the one the one gem that she has to find is called the White Goddess, which was a weird fucking name for it. And then the other one is one of the ones that she already had on her own sarcophagus called the Star. This machine is called the Star of Kephora. And it opens the portal to the Nether Realm. Similar to like that fucking vampire guy's portal in the very early on in like episode one or two of season two. And uh, just like with his fucking magic portal to the Nether Realm, they both have to be at exactly midnight uh, West Coast time. Weird. Yeah. Convenient. Very, well, yeah, but yet very there's convenient. no reference to the other portal from before or how that one worked. Yeah, nobody nobody cares about that other portal. I like that she keeps calling Johnny Domino instead of Nightman the man of night. That <laughs> yeah, I like that too. At the very beginning when he first goes into the museum and he stops the two criminals and then immediately like an entire SWAT team of police show up and they are like, Nightman, hold still, we've got you surrounded, you're not going anywhere. And then I forget what the trick is that he does. He doesn't do like a hologram or anything like that, but he somehow just like hides inside the sarcophagus that's been emptied oh. and lets all the cops run out in the opposite direction. And my note here is why in the fuck doesn't he just use the invisibility hologram when he breaks into the museum so that they all don't fucking swarm on him or see him? Like, yeah. What the fuck it? Oh, oh, yeah, because he goes back to it later on. And there's this old man there who just happens to have, like, a ridiculous amount of knowledge about, like, everything about the mummy and the museum. But he's there after the museum's been closed down, just after hours, just hanging out right in front of the fucking mummy's sarcophagus. And it's because Briani like, put him up to this because she knew that Nightman would come to talk to him for advice about how to chase down the mummy. And that's when they all swarm on him. But again, he just hides inside of it instead of actually going invisible, which that that was stupid I, I didn't like that game plan yeah it was weird that he like lasered the electric box to like turn the That's lights off so, yeah 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 so it was a weird move yeah <laughs> but yeah it, it was pretty funny he's like hiding in the sarcophagus like scooby-doo maybe it's just like he thought it'd be funny and it was i mean it was they they just like left they didn't even look around that much there's like shit he's gone let's leave. let's let's all get out of here at the same time uh, so in the in the opening credits here, it says special guest star Colin James and the Little Big Band, and they're on the marquee at the House of Soul. They are. And I looked them up. Apparently, it's a real, real Canadian blues swing rock singer guitarist who uh, has been around since 1988 and has released 20 albums in total. His most recently in 2021. And uh, the little big band and him have released three albums together. The last one in 2006. So, hooray, real, real superstar guest this episode, I guess. Yeah. Could use some, like, DJs, though. Who knew Canadian swing music artists were still putting out albums in 2021? That's fucking insane to me. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. swing was still around. The people seemed really into it in House of Soul as well. Like, there's people, like, dancing and shit. They were all over, yeah. Canadian royalty right there. Yeah. It is. All right. Anything else? No, that was it. All right. So that's Nightman. It was a, you know, good episode. Good enough for sure. 
Gucci butt indeed. Gucci butt, yeah. Which I guess is the title of this episode. It's pretty funny. I mean, obviously. If they let me say butt, uh, Apple, if I'm allowed to write that, we'll see. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, speaking of, I don't know, who's a bigger Gucci butt, cyberpunk or punchline? I don't know. I don't know either. All right. Cyberpunk 2077. Raleigh had a blackout. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 blackout. Because of his mind control, though. This book defines blackout in a couple different ways. Like, he uses different definitions. Uh, but it, re- it, so the, it reuses the same definitions more than once, though, which pissed me off. Because there's, like, I went and looked it up at dictionary.com. And there's uh, six definitions. So you could have, like, did some different ones. Like, you have the alcohol guy right there. So you could have did, like, the alcohol blackout definition from that. It was right there, you know? It's like, what the fuck? Uh, there's another one too. Yeah. Complete stoppage of communications, that kind of blackout. You could have like put that in there. I mean, that woman seemed like angry at the guy at one point for a little while, even though it was a trip. I don't really know what was real at the end of this. There was a little bit of that. So just use more definitions. Does they only use like the electricity and like loss of consciousness one. And then they like alternated between those two definitions. There's more you could have done with this. And there was no dicks. So this book wasn't very good. What did you yeah, think? I, uh, this one was, I had very little notes on this thing. Yeah. So did I, uh, it was a, I don't know. It was, it was a shitty cyberpunk book. Not as fun as that awful game. No dick customization. And Arturo works at the fucking dream, uh, brain dance dream fucking creation team's base. And he fixes all the blackouts that stop the dream machines. And he decides he gets sent to a prison to like fix theirs because apparently they are beyond fucking brutal as shit. If you're in prison, they just keep looping your fucking death on like those little dream dance brain dance things yeah, over and cool. over for the entire existence of the rest of your fucking sentence, which is the most brutal, like insane, hardcore shit punishment ever. And he decides to be a nice guy and he stops this one guy and gives him like a happy thought for a day or two. And he gets sued by the prison because of that. But because he did that, he becomes friends with that guy's sister Rearview, who just happens to be this expert getaway driver for his big awesome bank robbery plan. This was a fucking this was a long born book. Yeah, it was. I don't it just what kinda does chumba mean. You were the Spanish high school expert. What is chumba? Is that an actual thing? Uh, no, his friend like, Albeda keeps calling him Chumba. It means like Chode. Or something. I don't know. Oh. Probably Chode. Cool. It's just a guess. Where the fuck was Keanu Reeves during this book? I don't know. I, I don't thought know that was why, the entire reason we there. read this. Right. Yeah. He wasn't there, though. And I miss Keanu Reeves. What does he call you? Samurai? That's what I'm trying to think of. What does he call me? Samurai? Wait, in the game? In the game. Yeah. He's like, Have wake you played up, the game yet? Samurai. No. Oh. But it was in the trailer, so the only other note I had is like I didn't like how it it's just like a heist. 
comic book. They're like literally going to all the characters and they're like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. And just like that Rick and Morty episode. and But they did That's it like it seriously. It was awesome. Yeah. But they did it in a serious way. He had the alcoholic cop even join the team. That was fun. Yeah, that I was guess. fun. Yep. My entire list of notes for this thing were just people's names, so I wouldn't forget them. Oh, okay. That's, I didn't have the names there. I just like wrote about the blackout thing. Well, okay. Then I get, I have nothing else about this and couldn't find reviews. You got anything more? It was a two. It wasn't it wasn't the worst book, but I mean it was no. just it was just there. Yeah, it's boring. How do I feel about this next book? Did I think it was boring? Can't wait to find out. Okay, let's find out. Um Punchline, the something about Gotham. Oh, this one also sounded like a heist type thing, because wasn't she trying to put a team together or something to do something or another? Because they had these like um royal flesh gang there. Which, like, I'm not really familiar with the Royal Flesh Gang, but they're, like, really, they really take the card theme seriously. What if they have, like, 53 people? What, what do they do then? What does the 53rd person do? How many cards do? are there in a deck? 52, yeah. So what, when you get to the 53rd person, like, what do you do? I mean, you're going to have people in the gang get murdered off periodically. So you just have, like, people on standby? Shit. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not a worry. All right. Fair enough. They were going against the fucking Yakuza, for Christ's sake. So, I mean, yeah, you're going to have casualties. You're going to f- replace people. Yeah, that's true. So, but if you if you want to do, like, a gang war where you send a bunch of guys, it's like you can't do more than 52, right? Or you have to have the replacements I mean, hiding or something and jumping in, like, paying attention to their counterparts. They're just sitting in the background waiting for whichever card number yeah. gets capped yeah whichever card how, how many fall how many turf war gang fights have more than 52 members on a side though i don't know the joker has a bunch of minions right isn't that a thing yeah but he just has like the the i forget what they call those guys but those are just like drug dealers who are addicted to like that joker fucking gang war shit those aren't like really his like underlings yeah okay yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like I feel like you're you're limiting yourself with this theme. You should do like chess or something, and it's like all you guys are pawns, and I'm the king and queen. The chessboard has even less than fifty two pieces. No, but you just call them all pawns. Like it doesn't have unique pieces. Like, uh, like fucking cards has unique cards. You know, it's just like yeah, as many pawns as you want. It doesn't matter. I don't care. But like the rest of them, it's like, okay, I can only have two well, knights and two. I've never seen them do, like, they had the two guys in the fucking uh, getaway van or whatever. Who was like a, he was like a seven of clubs, the one guy, and the other guy right. had like a ten of diamonds or something, like shitty low card numbers. I've never seen anything like that. I think it's normally just like a jack, queen, king kind of thing. Like, oh. this book, like, very early on, Punchline goes to this, like, this couple who happen to be swingers who are expecting some random like cooker that they ordered so that they could fuck her to show up at their place. And she comes in and she's like, Oh, surprise I'm punchline. I'm going to fucking stab you and fight you. And then I'm going to convince you to join my team. And, uh, like they, 
I guess they used to be, they're, they kept saying they were the retired king and queen of the Royal Flush Gang, Rex and Regina Quinton. And she randomly recruits them. So I guess they were like the king and queen. So I guess maybe they were kind of big time members. But everyone yeah. else, I would think, who isn't like a, a royalty card or a, a 10 and higher, they're probably like low level, immediately replaceable nobodies in your gang, right? Yeah. And the more I think about it, yeah, the who would be at the top then? Because like there can be four kings and four queens. So like I, I immediately assume they were the boss of the gangs because they were the king and queen. But now that I think about it more, it's like, well, shouldn't there be four or eight bosses, I guess? Four bosses and four sub bosses. Punchline's the boss because she doesn't even need to waste her time being yeah. a fucking card suit. Yeah, but she was just like she was collabing with them. She wasn't like part of the crew. So they, no, like, she was ordering them counts. around. They were working. Well, yeah, for but it's her. still like a. Well, she hired them then. I I don't know. She wasn't she wasn't like part of the organization. She was just like contracting them. Anyway, we, punchline though I, is seems less annoying than Harley Quinn. I like that. So that's cool. Who do you like more? I don't know. I like that she has a knife on her at all times and stabs people right in the fucking ribcage with it that's badass that yeah that's fun. pretty cool but harley quinn has like a hammer right like a mallet that's pretty funny mallet and sometimes a baseball bat yeah mallets are funny baseball bats are funnier than knives too but not that much funnier baseball bats are awesome baseball yeah yeah that's true so that's big plus for her okay i guess harley quinn's better she has cooler weapons batman was really quick to show up in this too like, I, I thought this was going to be, like, a separate thing from Batman, but it's just like, nope, he's there right now, immediately. So, so like, she's tried to take over some special land and called called Alley Town, this special dock area, an old Ace Chemical plant that's down there, because she wants to start making all these vapes that poison you and kill you, called XO yeah. vapes. That's which, cool. That's cool, relatable. I love vapes. I do love vapes. And, uh, like, the lady that runs this little neck of the woods is Iko Hasegawa, who's the leader of the Gotham Yakuza, and she's, they keep implying that she's, like, in love with Catwoman, or she's, like, fucking Catwoman on the side when she's not fucking Batman or something. Like, it was weird, whatever she kept talking about. Yeah. But, uh, I like that her number two, the, like, smart guy of her group, is just called 1-0. I didn't understand that. Like he wasn't a he was a suit card or anything. He wasn't part of the Royal Flush Gang. He was just there, and she just kept calling him One O every time she would talk to him. I don't know. I missed that, or maybe I just assumed it was a card thing. But it does that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. Ten? Maybe it's ten. Is no, he but a 10? he doesn't have any fucking shit painted on. <laughs> okay, then I I don't know. Then there's this uh douchey blogger dude called navy seal and he spells navy k-n-a-v-y and uh he's like blogging at this cool punk rock concert underneath a bridge in gotham before it gets broken up by a cop and uh he randomly gets into trouble with some of the joker gang guys underneath the bridge and he pulls out some mace and he tries to pepper spray the one guy while blogging and everyone on his blog starts calling him a bitch. 
because he's <laughs> using pepper spray like a fucking little girl and yeah. he's mocking for it and then oh, yeah, he, he starts a little bitch it clearly is and then he just like lays there as uh punchline comes and beats the shit out of the joker gang guys and then the guy's like oh thank god punchline you saved my life and then she just pulls out her knife and just stabs him in the fucking eye which is fucking awesome yeah that was our that introduction was cool. to her that was badass and then they give that guy some nanobots and he becomes a new fucking warrior for him. Oh, yeah. Nanobots. I forgot about that. That They're was back. Cool. I love nanobots. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's my yeah. favorite thing in any comic. All comics should have nanobots. Yeah, it's not a real comic if there's no nanobots. There's uh, some random dude called Bluff, who he was one of the guys in that truck who was like the fucking seven of clubs or whatever the random fucking stupid number he was. But, uh, he and that Navy SEAL guy get into a disagreement at the base after some, after they got attacked by Batman and lost to him. And he calls him a simp for punchline. So that's fun. Vapes and simps. All the, all the cool youngster terminologies appearing in this shitty book. Yeah. The youth are going to love this shit. They're speaking my language. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a new Lady Nightwing that they call Bluebird. She has a cool purple purple mohawk hairstyle. And her name is Harper something apparently. So that's cool. A new hero, I guess. A shitty lady night a nightwing. Well you Hooray. always need to have a lady version of the heroes. It's tradition. I suppose. I mean you had Nightwing actually there in this book too. I don't she know why there. we couldn't just use him. We have to have the lady for him to bang, I guess. I suppose. Yeah. Three and a half out of five. Yeah. All right. I mean, it was fine. I don't know. I didn't find this particularly memorable. I just don't like Batman books, I guess. I'm... It's not Batman. It's Punchline. Yeah, but he, Batman was there heavily, and it's like, ah, fuck, okay. It's going to be more of this. I don't like heist things either, so both of these books really didn't grab me. I don't care about heists. Just go in there and steal it. Like, why do you have to make a big deal about it? Just just go in there and get it. He stole a hard drive that revealed that in those little, like, brain dance dreams, they were putting subliminal messages to make you buy shit from their company specifically, and that dropped their stock prices 70% or 70 points or whatever the fuck, and it crippled them, and that's how he won in the end. He pulled off the perfect fucking heist. Yep. Great job. Blackout. Blackout. Right now. Mic drop. Anything else about these? Nope. Pretty mediocre books this week. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Speaking of um Speaking of Batman, mediocre though, reads. Oh. Yeah. What do you want to do for next week? So one of the hot bartenders at work and I were talking about comic books the other day. Uh -huh. And uh She's been reading this one called East of West. So we're going to read the first volume of that. Okay. Sounds and good. And I'm going to try to fuck that girl. We'll see how that goes. Well, it'll, it'll, pro <laughs> it'll probably be fine after you uh, talk to her about East of West. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a couple of like news things pop up from like uh, people sharing like Fox News on like comic book subreddits about 
Batman or it's, I, I don't know if it's Batman, but it's um the man who stopped laughing. Wait, let me let me get this pulled up. Uh, have you heard about this yet? The man who stopped laughing. Is this the one that's him and Joker? Oh no, okay. Together? It's the Joker, the man who stopped laughing. But anyway, uh Fox News is complaining that uh the Joker gets pregnant in this book and they're calling Oh, it this one. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. <laughs> did you hear about that? I did. <laughs> so let's read that. I didn't hear about like uh <laughs> shitty news companies complaining about it though. <laughs> it's Fox News. Like I saw like in my news, like Google news thing, it popped up as, as like a written thing. And then like on the comic book subreddit, it like the, the video popped up and it's like the, you know, it's like Fox news guys like, Oh, can you believe the liberals are like making the Joker pregnant? There's like, so they're talking about it. And then they're just showing panels of like the Joker being pregnant, like flash across the screen. It's fucking funny. So we're going to read that. That's, that sounds pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. So probably will be better than punchline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like we're talking about punchline. I'm just thinking about the Joker being pregnant the whole time because it's kind of like con- I'm confusing the two. I remember just seeing the story more than I remember the actual punchline book, but I'm excited to see what kind of antics the Joker gets into now that he's trans or something and pregnant. I mean, Punchline is introduced as his new girlfriend, so maybe she'll be the father of this baby? Yeah, maybe. I hope so. Yeah. It's it's like the description's kind of funny, too. It's like, Joker's got a hot date, but he's gonna need a mirror to make sure he looks nice. Maybe (laughs) Mirror Master can help. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's gonna be fun, I think. Uh, okay, cool. So join us next week for that when we get pregnant with the Joker. And in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Doniam. Matisse to the God. Follow us at Giraffes HBP Pod on Facebook and Twitter, SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music, and Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. See you next week. Bye. doesn't impress her that I read this shitty book that she likes. I'll just tell her about the Joker being pregnant. Yeah, that that'll seal definitely the deal. work. Yeah, you'll be good. You got your bases covered. <laughs> yep. Tell her about Nightman, too. She'll really... Oh, yeah, really obviously I'm telling her about Nightman. Yeah. Oh, I just remembered another detail about God of War. Kratos, like, hugs his son when they're preparing the boat or something, or the sled or whatever the fuck they're doing. So that was weird that he hugged his son. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that either. Kratos showing emotions. Why is he gay now? (laughs) That's gay, Kratos. (laughs) Fox Fox News is a big report on uh, God of War Kratos is gay. He's hugging his son.
And all these bitches keep telling him to use words to describe his feelings. Woke marketing. I, I did see like things online about like how God of War, they, they call it God of Woke. And I, I guess I see why. No, I guess this is, this is it. God of Woke. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I like the I like the subreddits that just make fun of like gaming stuff. It's very fun. Right now, it's all about Hogwarts legacy, about how like what is I that? Know, you're you're I I can't I can't figure out where this all started. I think I missed the start of this, but it's um it's a Harry Potter game where you play as wizards or something, and people are like saying we sh- that everyone should boycott it because. J.K. Rawlings, it doesn't like trans people or something. Yeah. So I guess it's transphobic to get that. Obviously, I mean, I'm is. I'm boycotting it because Harry Potter's gay, but I guess the like shitty other Harry Potter are... thing. I mean, why else do you need a hair? I know. Well, Harry yeah, Potter I is transphobic, though. I don't need any other reason to boycott a Harry Potter game, but like, I'm gonna do it anyway. I don't care. You have joined the cause. Yeah, I'm joining the cause. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you're an ally. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Fuck that turf, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, we hear giraffes. We hear giraffes and black tongues are allies. This is our Fuck statement. J.K. Rowling's shitty video games. Yeah, we hate Harry Potter here. Yeah. Did you ever get into Harry Potter or watch the Fuck. movies or anything? I've watched a couple of them with an X, but no, I've never read any of those or given a shit about any of it okay yeah i think i watched the first movie maybe i i like the lego video game though i mean that one is fun oh, Can't okay lie. well all right fair enough but i mean it's the exact same video game as every single one of those lego whatever licensed title video games that's yeah they they are all pretty similar just a new coat of uh licensed paint i guess Yep, just change the characters around and perfect. Good to go. Yeah. But you're very transphobic for playing that game. So I, I, I know. Shit, I realize that. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I don't know why you told I won't us be, that. I won't be playing it anymore. Okay, good. I'm an ally. Good, good. As long as you don't touch it ever again. God awoke over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're gods awoke over at Giraffes Have Black Tongues. Sorry, that's Pretty our new tagline. Yeah, gods of woke. I mean, we are pretty ro- pretty woke, right? We don't like when Kratos hugs his son. That's that's pretty woke of us. As that is, yeah. I think that's what being woke means, right? Butch, yeah. Football, no hugging your sons, yeah, or other men. Period. Don't use words either. Just grunt. Yeah, grunts only. Grunts. Next episode is going to be all in grunts. <laughs> it's all grunts, yeah. We've been way too woke up until now, Fuck. describing things with words. <laughs> We're just going to grunt about the book. Yeah, I guess podcasts are pretty gay. It's just all talking. It's all dudes talking yeah. shit about their thoughts and feelings. Oh, fuck, fuck, dude. We've made a grave mistake. <laughs> we did. <laughs> How did that book make you feel, Dave? Use your words. <laughs> we fell right into their trap yeah we did how did how did we become this oh no (laughs) we're no better than kratos now no